to Sim News, the Inside Gaming podcast where we talk all about the video game news. I am Brian, your host. I'm Caden. Hello, I'm Connor, and we're joined by a special guest. He's not forward, he's backwards. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's me, Cole. How's it going? Yay! It's Cole! Cole, tell us a little bit about yourself and for the fans, of course. Uh, I uh, am employed by Rooster Teeth Animation. I am an editor by day and a uh, video game and anime guy in the sheets. Awesome. <laughs> Which can be during the day, too. It just depends how you Yeah, it just like. depends. Uh, you go to bed too late, you wake up late, you know. If you work you know, nights, yeah. That's right. Afternoon day. nap, That's you know. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the news. We have had a lot of it this week. Uh, maybe the big headline, though, Mixer is no more. It's shutting down. Microsoft made it official that they were going to close it up. I think it's uh, last day is next month, sounds late July. July um, 22nd. Okay. And yeah, mm -hmm. and they are kind of redirecting everyone to Facebook gaming as their preferred um new platform, which of course most people have already said they're going to go to Twitch or a lot of people at least. Um, <laughs> we, we've seen this coming, I think. It, it, Mixer's numbers have not risen uh, ever since they got Ninja. But uh, was was anybody surprised by this? I I, I don't know. I, 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 wasn't, I guess I was surprised at how quickly they pulled the plug. The thing that surprised me, well, I say surprised me, it didn't really surprise me all that much, uh, was that they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they yeah. didn't tell a single fucking person who worked there. None of the streamers. There was no hint of anything. Yes, we could see the numbers and everything going down, but also like, hey, you know, you don't invest a ton of money into, you know, poaching Twitch's, you know, big boy ninja and bringing them to your platform and be just like, we're planning on shutting down and letting ninja run away with millions of dollars for <laughs> they and allegedly gave him your... thirty million dollars, and I think Fuck. Shroud got ten million. So uh, uh, those two are Jesus. the big winners. Everyone else is not. Yeah, they made. Cool. Off. How yeah. much? Uh, how much are they giving their employees that they're laying right. off? Right. Um, Fuck you. Well, he's <laughs> laying off other people who've started communities there. It's it's bad. Yeah, people it, lost a lot of livelihood here. Yeah, That's, it, it was a, a lot of livelihoods just gone. There's a lot about the community, too, because com tech companies, big ones, especially like Microsoft, pull the plug on these kinds of things with zero fanfare regularly. Mm, I right. mean, we saw it happen to Google Plus. Nobody cared about it, but they also like <laughs> discovered a security flaw. And instead of fixing that, they were like, it's good. It's gone. But I don't think I haven't seen uh, a platform like this disappear quite so abruptly since Vine. That's yeah, true. No, they did just Vine's pull. a good example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, which was a money thing. And it, they didn't really set up a lot of the creators on that platform to succeed beyond that. They were just like, we're done. Um, and, and a lot of people just had to figure it out themselves because, you know, that's what the difference is. Mixer had communities, regardless of how <laughs> statistically impressive it, or unimpressive it was. There were people with communities, like you people said. People still used it, yeah. Yeah. And, well, not a lot, but some people did. And, and yeah, and, and, you know, people have commented to to us online, oh, we all just made fun of it, and now you're acting all bummed, it's gone. We're not making fun of the individual streamers on Mixer. Like, it, it obviously sucks that, you yeah, you build up your audience, and now they're just gone. We're not making fun of people who lost their job. That sucks. Yeah. I, I think uh, the... 
but yes, the idea that Ninja would would just bring over all these uh, fans with him, and he did bring some, but it was just a fraction of what he had on on Twitch. I, I think he had what like two or three million on Mixer. It just, it, it, but to act like he was just going to like every viewer was going to be like, oh, Ninja's there. That's amazing. That's not how. The, the audience for everything is so atomized and so fragmented, even with streaming, that that I, I just think they really misjudged the kind of allure that that uh, the real big names would have. Yeah, and like the the Twitch ecosystem is all based around sharing Twitch. Yeah, like when you get done streaming, mm-hmm. you go, "Oh, I have the next. Here's the next person you're going to go watch." You and host that's how somebody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And whenever you also, take that piece out, it kind of. It, the people aren't going to all of a sudden go, oh, well, I'll build it over here. They'll go, oh, well, I've spent, me as a viewer, I've spent all my time building my library of viewers that I, or uh, streamers that I want to watch. Right. So, I mean, yeah, the big piece is gone, but there's still the other pieces. Also, Twitch, like, had been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. Mixer, comparatively, super young. Yeah. And, I mean, this is this is done by Microsoft. It's the same way that, you know, it's like Google will do something or Amazon will do something. They'll try something for, like, two years and if it doesn't like give a good, you know, uh, you know, it's like ROI, then you're done. Stadia. It's like the entire thing is belly. Yes. I mean, there it is. I think you meant to say Stadia. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the blessing and the curse. The the good part is, oh, we've got this big giant company behind us. Yes, you do have some resources. They're also big enough to where it's they're not going to think twice about pulling the plug right. because they're they can like, absorb that hit and it, yeah. it's not going to be that big of a deal for them. I, I think, you know, uh, Mixer, the, the, I remember Alana saying that the actual technology behind it was great. The latency was almost non-existent. Um, so it had a lot of positive things. But yes, when you're coming into a space where there's already like an entrenched leader like Twitch was... That's just really, really hard. I mean, Google tried it with Google Plus against Facebook. Um, God, there's some other Bing. Microsoft tried it with freaking Bing yep. on Surge. They're still I mean, trying it. Yeah, they're still. They're 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 trying. But, Bing but is they, the, they they're not doing anything, but they're definitely trying. Bing is the but, default browser or default search engine on their new browser, which is built on Chrome's <laughs> browser tech. <laughs> it's built on Chromium. It's all Google. Fantastic. It's just, it's just stealing other people's stuff. <laughs> Right. They tried it with Windows phones. They've tried it. I mean, they've tried it with a lot of things. And it's just it's hard to get. It, it seems like the move is to do what Amazon did. And just buy Twitch like it rises oh, yeah. up, it gets popular yeah. and then you swallow it up. And and Twitch has had a lot of issues, uh, to say the <laughs> least. They've had a lot recently. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but it, it does feel like they are still looked at as the default streaming service. Like when I think of streaming, I think of Twitch first, especially like live kind of game streaming. And and that mm. brand identification is just invaluable for them. Oh, absolutely. Here's here's a question. Who do you think of second? YouTube, I YouTube. guess. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. Rooster Teeth YouTube, TV. I of, <laughs> <laughs> no, YouTube, YouTube, I think of people posting clips though. And I know you can stream live. Like I know that's possible, but I still think of YouTube as like, Oh, let me figure out how to get past this one part in the game. I'll look it up on YouTube. Um, yes. If, if I think of a game like, oh, I want to watch somebody play Xenoblade Chronicles to see if I want to buy it, I go to Twitch. Or if you're like, oh, I wonder you, if anyone you, has any thoughts on the new Phil Spencer quotes. 
Is there any show that would be talking <laughs> yes. about that? Yeah, that's right. A uh, hot gaming news show. Is is there a uh, podcast that goes along with that show that might be very good? I wonder I wonder if we can we can find that on on the internet somewhere. I also feel like a lot of YouTube's numbers are padded by the fact that it's YouTubers streaming yes. on YouTube. Yeah. Like you yes. see like PewDiePie, you see like Game Grumps, you see people who are already well established in YouTube right. saying, "Hey, you want to see how the sausage gets made? Here's us playing the game direct to you." How like, the sausage gets made. What a good <laughs> But uh, in that in that vein, like that's why Mixer was kind of great because it was a big name, a big player in all of this. It was backed by Microsoft and it didn't have that like huge, I, I should say the, the huge like hurdle to jump over to get more noticed in like say Twitch or YouTube. This was a brand new platform for people to jump into. People grew and they created their own communities very naturally and very honestly. And it was like much more attainable goal. Like if you had like a hundred people on Mixer watching you versus a hundred people on Twitch, hundred people on Mixer is a lot of people. That's half of Mixer you've got, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> versus a hundred people on Twitch. You're just like, oh, that's okay. I, I, maybe I'll get partner. Maybe they will, you know, yeah. the Lords of Amazon will look favorably upon me this time when I submit my, my application for partner. Oh, nope, not again. But You're Mixer right. was just like, yeah, you yeah, can be a bigger fish in a smaller pond. Yeah, exactly. Mixer, yeah. And, and they had integrated it in Facebook and, or, or, and Xbox's operating system. I mean, there was a whole Mixer, you know, a tab you could go over to. And um, it, it just, I, I think that had some, I think there were some good ideas, but it's just one of those things. There aren't enough. There are. There wasn't enough room for as many players as there in that space. And and I think that they kind of started this arms race for talent after they snatched Ninja up. And then you saw everybody like PewDiePie signed a deal with YouTube, and you right. saw kind of this this gold rush for for about six months there. Facebook and gaming like, people locking up. Yeah. yeah. What did they do? What did they do with it? Nothing. They successfully accomplished nothing by throwing a ton of money at a known person well, rather than investing in their own community that was already naturally building. They could have done so much more with this and it could have been way better, but they decided we need an immediate success now. And the way to do that is Ninja Big bring to Mixer. And it's like well, this is a band-aid for a broken arm. I also think they wanted to use it to promote Xbox things. Like I think yeah. they wanted to be able to say, "Hey, True. look, we're releasing Call of Duty or uh, not Call of Duty. We're releasing Gears of War. Here's Ninja playing yeah. Gears of War yeah. and this yeah. is like this is how we're going to build the brand and I just don't think they had enough they didn't commit enough to that." Do or maybe like think- do you think Mixer would have succeeded? Like, let's say they gave them two more years. Do you think it would have grown to the point to where it became kind of successful or at least a player in its own right if they had given Because, boy, that last, when they compared April of this year versus April of last year, everyone else had grown by leaps and bounds. They were dead last. They had grown by 0.2%. And this is in the middle of the pandemic when everybody was yeah. locking down and playing video games and watching video games. My guess is maybe Microsoft just looked at that and be like, you know what, if we can't make it work right now, when everyone's stuck at home, it's just not going to work. I mean, yeah, that's I hate to use the word unprecedented because honestly, it needs a break after the past couple months. But (laughs) it was an unprecedented boost. I mean, you don't get that kind of like, oh, you're everybody's watching live streaming now. Live streaming is having a renaissance. And so I think that's I mean, if you're just looking at it cut and dry it's just like well 
more people than ever are watching live streaming. There probably won't ever be a boost like this again in such yeah. a short span of time. And nobody watched it on Mixer. Right. But I, okay. I also didn't hear of Mixer doing anything to help. Like, because I think of like when Twitch started the quarantine, they had the Valorant stream key going on. They had the, mm -hmm. hey, you want to play this new game that's coming out, you got to watch Twitch streams. And that just helped build Smart. their ecosystem more. Yeah. There was nothing for that for Mixer that I knew of. Like, I mean, if there was, then it wasn't publicized enough for me, a person paying attention to the gaming sphere to like, no, like, hey, Halo's coming out eventually. You want the first look at Halo? You got to watch these streamers. Here, Ninja's going to play Halo. You got to watch. So that kind of stuff, like without doing anything to try to build yeah. mixer i, I yeah. given two years i don't think there'd be any difference yeah. i think it would have still been the same but if it's done more to like maybe incentivize people to give mixer a chance because I, I mean we have a bunch of uh mixer streamers that i know is like they're they all speak very highly of what some of the stuff that was going on in the platform that twitch didn't have yeah, that's a good point about uh, sort of promotion or using. God, you would think Microsoft definitely has the money, and you know, it, it's it, and with the Xbox connection that that you couldn't. I don't know. Give them something. Give them something exclusive. Yeah, to go over to Mixer and and check it out, like with the Valorant thing on Twitch. Yeah, I mean, they could have done it with Speaking Minecraft of, Dungeons. Like Minecraft yeah. Dungeons yeah. just came out. Yeah. Say, hey, you want to be Minecraft Dungeons first? Here. <laughs> Speaking of giving them something, uh, Mixer viewers with outstanding Ember balances, channel subscriptions, or Mixer Pro <laughs> subscriptions will receive Xbox gift card yes, credit. Just what you what, a, what an insult to injury. Just it was just wanted. like, thanks for investing your time and money into these, you know, fledgling talents and all the things that they're doing. Here's a fucking gift card. <laughs> just can, yeah, and that's that's... Caden, that's a good way into what benefit do people get by going to Facebook over like they're offering the partners twenty five hundred dollars. But for viewers, even it's like, yeah, well, here's an Xbox gift card. It's almost saying like we get it if you don't want to go to Facebook. Really, it's OK. Here, <laughs> yeah. just play, buy a, play a Mario. OK, <laughs> it's why it's why so many of them are just like. Well, we joined Mixer because it was a much easier way to grow and become, you know, these different things. And like I said, it's just like it's a it's a much way easier way to grow organically because, again, you will have it since the pond is smaller. It's easier to grow a little bit because you're not, you know, fighting, you know, sharks like Ninja. Then they brought Ninja in and then everything kind of went right. to shit. But now it's just like, OK, well, where do we go from here? We have YouTube. Ugh. We have Facebook. Ugh. And then we have Twitch, which is the less ugh of them all sort of and you're going to end up having a bunch of people going either back to Twitch or yeah. you know yeah. joining in Twitch for the first time after being a a big mixer person they're just like guess I have to start over all over again cuz uh, and I I can't see a majority of the mixer people being just like Facebook gaming is where I want to be. No, it, it, <laughs> and they yeah, and they're like Facebook and it's huge audience. It's like yeah, they're here for Facebook. They're not here to watch video games. Also, yeah, I would I'm imagine sorry, so much somebody's of their, grandmother isn't going to watch. Right, right. So much of their uh, audience you know, on Facebook uh, skews older. They have no interest in watching gameplay stuff. And it, a it lot was, of non English speaking people too. Right, speaking I mean, that, and, and speaking. Huge. Of the talent on Mixer and the streamers, it was so sad to watch these uh, shots of people hearing the news and crying, and just I, you know, I did feel really bad for them because I, I do think 
uh, people get very attached to the their streamers and vice versa with the community of just that it's going away. It it, it really did, uh, uh, as cynical as I am, it really did get to me. Phil Spencer's quote is depressing. We started pretty much far behind in terms of where Mixer's monthly active viewers were compared to some of the big players out there. You're Microsoft. You know how to advertise. You know how to push these things. You know how to grow organically. I mean, yeah. You just based want their, it now, though. Based so on their track record, do they? I mean, I'm seeing it here. They did the same thing with Spotify where they had Groove Music and then they partnered with Spotify. Like Microsoft's whole thing has been compromising with the companies they originally went to went to bat with true. or not to bat with that they against. went up against like um, yeah. right. Chromium use being the engine for their new browser, Spotify and Groove Music. They're running Android on their new phones. It's it's just constant realizing who they have to work with to make what's already working continue. Like I mean, they I can do hardware. They can even do the, that. I even how Xbox I, I just, is working, like yeah. Xbox is slowly morphing into a PC. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Which they know I, how to do. I, I do think this has been, as of late, a, a, a rare misstep from Microsoft because I do think they've been doing some good stuff with Game Pass, with uh, the Xbox One, with the rollout of the Xbox Series X. I know that last game presentation wasn't great, but I I, I think they had been kind of riding the ship. And um, yeah, Mixer just seemed like something that, was always going to be a long shot. And I, I think these companies have that sort of mentality of if we're going to fail, let's fail fast. Okay, let's let's stop throwing good money after bad here and we'll just get out of it. Very disappointing. Yeah, there's Facebook though. Yeah. yeah, that's the weird thing for me. It's like you decided to go with Facebook. Of all the people, of all well, the, the, the three choices you have, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, you probably weren't going to go with Twitch. But no. YouTube could have been very viable well, for them. But it's all about that xCloud integration. Amazon has That's its true. AWS yeah. and, and game yeah. studios. Yeah. YouTube yeah. has Stadia. It's yeah. not working now. And then but Facebook has? xCloud mm. now. Now well, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's mean, that's just it, I think, but, as far as I understand it. All right. Name. Well, let's uh, let's move on unless anybody else has some more Mixer thoughts. But, I don't uh, know. I, yeah, I, I, you know, what can you say at this point? I just don't want to have done. to put in my like birthday and hometown to watch somebody play a video <laughs> game. <laughs> Facebook yeah. is bad. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to yeah. Facebook. No. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's talk about The Last of Us Part Two. Um, the it's obviously had some controversy. A lot of online backlash did not affect sales. It no. uh, has smashed sales records over in the UK, at least. And we always get these from every new game. Um, and, you know, it, it, there, whenever a new game comes out, oh, it's number one in the UK. Well, no shit. It's a new game. But uh, <laughs> this one did, uh, The Last of Us 2 did, I think, differentiate itself. They said it has been the fastest selling release for Sony this generation, beating out Uncharted 4. Now, we're just talking about packaged physical sales here, but still beating out a game from 2016 in terms of physical sales. That's no small feat. 76% higher launch sales than the first Last of Us on the PS3. Um, it is also the biggest UK launch for any box game release uh, this year so far. 40% higher than Animal Crossing New Horizons. But Dang. the caveat there, Animal Crossing released during the pandemic, probably more digital. Still, though, 
I think the ultimate point here is there was a lot of uh, uh, online kind of grumbling about this game, but I think at the end of the day, it's just goes to show that your average uh, game buyer does not really care about that. They no, see I mean, the last yeah, of anything, two for sale. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I mean, more than anything, it's like controversy. It's like not the worst controversy. So it's True. people yeah. buy it. Like people want to see what the deal is. Yes, that's a good yeah, point. I'll it's one of those things that's like statement. I think it's a good yeah. video game. <laughs> Have you played it? Are you, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm like seven or eight hours in, and it's good. <laughs> All right, there you go. It's Connor approves. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm I'm not surprised that it sold well, especially because, you know, when more people start talking about a game on social media, then it starts popping up yeah. more in other people's feeds, and when it starts popping up in more um, in other people's feeds, then people start seeing ads for it, and it starts. It's the great, you know, it's the great algorithm that's that right. that that feeds us all, yes. and it just funnels anybody who's just like, oh hey, that's right, that game's coming out, buy, and then they don't think about it, and then the game comes in, and it's just like, hooray, I have game, and then that's it. That's a good so, point. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Last of Us Two. Oh yeah, that's out. okay. That's right. it. Yeah. I mean. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to take a look at like you take a look at the trending tab on like Twitter or any social media and people see a name and then they go, they click on it for a second, then they walk away. But the fact that that was there for a second, that's the thing that burns into their brain. It's like, oh, The Last of Us 2 is trending. Oh, The Last of Us 2 is a game right. that is coming out. Now I remember. And that's it. They, that's the big takeaway. They've for done those studies things. of that with, with, I think, like politicians, too. Like when they start trending, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It just matters yes. if they're trending and that their name's out there. And Name that, recognition. That, yep. That, that's yep, a good thing that's it. regardless. Yeah. I was um, it's so weird to because there's so much division in my mind between PlayStation and the rest of Sony. But I was driving by the Sony Studios yesterday in L.A. and there's just big Last of Us 2 posters up. And it's like, oh, <laughs> right. That's the same company. Yeah. That's so uh, strange to see. Yep. I'm also trying to think, is this the first... It's like Animal Crossing and this are the two big releases of Quarantine so far, right? Um, uh, Doom, Doom Eternal. Yeah. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal was yeah. right there at the beginning, yeah. And uh, Satisfactory no, Anim- came to Steam. No, <laughs> who, who, who <laughs> could forget? I, I, my apology, my apology. Yeah, did yeah, Halo yeah. Alex, did Halo or, or, or Half-Life, ha- Alex Half-Life Alex was Half-Life prior Alex to Quarantine, okay. wasn't it? Did it? Uh, I thought... I think it was Actually, like just barely. Uh, I don't remember because I don't have a VR headset and as cool as it looks. March 23rd. So it was right. At the, oh, yeah. Right, right there. Just yeah. in there. It's just in there, yeah, which yeah, like, is unfortunate. <laughs> like you said, it also has the caveat of VR. Right. Right. So exactly. So. The the fun thing about that this this whole article about uh, the, the Last of Us 2 smashing sales records and everything like that is Ring Fit Adventure 31 percent up. Oh, week yeah. on week. Hell yeah. I, I think they I just finally got some. mine. Oh, you did? I, I finally got mine. Yeah, Cam it's, Hawkins uh, just got his. He was on Insight Gaming. Gyms are uh, closed. A couple weeks ago. You want to have fun while working Absolutely. out? Like, yeah. That's right. That's right. Upgrading from a Wii Fit to a Ring Fit Adventure? That's what I'm all about. Um, I had a I Wii like, Fit that was just an expensive scale. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a fun family toy that we had. Yeah. It was awesome it really to do the, like, the snowboarding and the hula hooping. <laughs> I'm I'm really um, interested to see overall, like though, how The Last of Us Two sales did, you know, in general. Because, yeah, it uh, your 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 point earlier, Brian, is is like yeah, it's forty percent higher than the previous best, which is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. But I don't know anybody who owns that game physically. 
Like I don't know a single no, person. No, because it was every, every <laughs> all the stores were closed down. So yeah, I think it was. Uh, uh, that's a big digital seller. I, I I'll be interested to see how much Last of Us Two ultimately sells. You know, it was uh, will it have legs? Uh, you know, or did everybody just go and buy it? Who was going to buy it that that opening day or opening week? Um, I I don't know. And and yeah, it, sure it sold more than the first Last of Us. It's now an established brand. It's on a right. much bigger platform than the PS3 was. So I, I think it has some things going for it. Yeah, I mean we're at the the highest strength of the PS4 too. Yes, I mean yes. Yep. Everybody who's wanted to get a PS4 pretty much has one, and. Unlike a lot of other games, it runs really well on the launch hardware. T- to my shock oh, and awe, yeah. it, that's awesome. It looks good. I mean, yes, the PS4 launch sounds like a jet engine. That's the <laughs> meme, but but it works. It plays and and it's it's gorgeous looking. Like we've you know, it's kind of like GTA Five was for that PS3 Xbox 360 generation of just pushing as far as you can within yes. reason. Right. So I think people. One, it's it's a landmark release. It's a household name now. And also, it is the the biggest name on the biggest uh, second best-selling console, right? Short of the PS2? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Not yeah. counting so, portables, I mean, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, set up for, it's set up for success. I mean, like, it would have to be awful to not yeah. capitalize on that. And it kind of had this, it, 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 it has had this window to itself. There hasn't been any other big games out and to your point, Connor, about PS4 too, I, I feel like there are a lot of PS4 owners, they might be out of stuff to play. So then, you know, it's like, oh, cool. I, because they've already played whatever they're going to play on. Right. It. You know, they might have some standbys. They might play Destiny still or, or whatever. But they sure. might have kind of burned through all the other exclusives at this point. Right. For a lot of people, this will be the last game they buy on their PS4. Right. Exactly. This is a classic late in a console's life cycle game. And usually those are the better ones because they've they figured out how to use the hardware to the max mm-hmm. you know it, it's always it, it's always a good sweet spot for a game to release in although i will say and and, I, and this is the last thing i need to say i don't want to cut anyone else off but i do love that since they're a sony studio they've had to do the gimmicky controller shit like swipe the touchpad to strum or like oh, your flashlight's running out yeah. better shake your controller and it's like yeah. st- stop it nobody's used this you think sony <laughs> made them do it Yes, absolutely. I remember oh, uh, uh-huh. Infamous Second Son um, was you had the graffiti, so you held the controller sideways, shook it, and then held down the trigger button like it was, <laughs> and then you sprayed with the motion controls. And it was just like, what, what are we doing? This is so stupid. Can you make use of PlayStation Move at all? <laughs> just let me move my stick and press a button. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, another huge announcement, Pokemon <sighs> Unite. Uh, huge, not popular, because nobody liked it, but they announced a new Pokemon game. They had a special Pokemon Presents all to itself. It had been hyped up for a whole week, and then we find out we're getting a Pokemon MOBA. Um, I don't think anyone wants this, but Caden, you are the number one Pokemon fan, so I want to hear from you first. Okay, well, first off, nope, didn't like that. <laughs> uh, Cole and I were, were doing a, a live stream uh, of this. We woke up extra early for it, jumped on to Inside Excitement. Gaming's channel on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, let's do it. We were just like, we, we had speculation. It's like they said this was going to be bigger news than 
new Pokemon Snap, which, come on, you set the bar like that, you're going in for like a Gen 4 remake or a Let's Go Johto or something like that. Something some sort of teaser announcement for, for. Yeah, exactly. Um, what ensued, however, was the release the 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 trailer announcement for Pokemon Unite, which is a, you know what? Fine. You want to make a Pokemon MOBA? Totally fine. Not better. <laughs> not a not a bigger announcement. Personally, uh, I don't think anybody really thought that. Based off of, let's take a look. The Pokemon presents uh, uh, number four on trending on YouTube. I wonder why. Uh, Seventy nine thousand likes. 138,000 dislikes, and that's on the Presents version of it. The re-upped trailer, which is just the the 58-second trailer for the game, uh, is about 50-50. It's 20,000 likes and 24,000 dislikes. I saw that, but I feel like they they messed with that a little bit because the the ratio was a lot worse on the day. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's also a new Pokemon game announcement came out yesterday under a million views still. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. It's under... yeah, the, the actual view of the Presents is uh, 2.4 million uh, views on the Presents itself, which they still have up. Um, but yeah, the little trailer, <laughs> the little 58-second trailer, 840,000. 840,000 and 50-50 dislikes. Uh, ultimately, I, you know, if they had just been like, if they had lumped this in... Yep. If yep. they had... Okay, here's what, here's, here, here's what I said on stream, and I, I stand by this fully. They announced this first... Then do what they did last week, this week, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Everybody's just like, oh, cool. It's a Pokemon MOBA. Hey, we'll have more Pokemon news for you next week. Then they come out with, hey, new Pokemon Snap this week. Nintendo's riding high. Pokemon Company's just like, we win. It's great. Everybody will be really happy. You know, you set up new Pokemon Snap and everything else in that first little mini Pokemon Direct thing, and they'll they'll be fine. Then there's the elephant in the room of, Nintendo partnered with Tencent. Right. Tencent Games oh, very cool. to make this. So Fuck awesome. This. No. <laughs> Fuck this. It's got a I have this is my that's my line. This is my absolute line. <laughs> Fuck this? No. I'm not I'm I oh, okay. like this is the this is the Pokemon game I'm the first Pokemon game I'm a hundred percent skipping. This completely. The Whoa. announcement cadence of having the very positive, very big Yes. Uh, impactful Pokemon Snap. Right. And then following it up a week, it's got very like uh, freshman at a party vibes of like, yeah. they like, oh, I know how to chug. <laughs> and they chug like a beer and everyone's like, yeah. that's awesome. This freshman, ki- this freshman chugged. And then they're riding high and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it again. And they grab <laughs> instead of a beer, a bottle of I don't know. Jaeger. Everclear. And they're just like, yeah. everybody, remember when I chugged? And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, no. watch this. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then everybody yeah. forgets that first chug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like yeah. three years later and it's like, well, remember when you got your stomach pumped? And like before that, everyone <laughs> you loved you. You died, dude. And then that's all everyone remembered? Right. Yes, I do. Yes, I remember. Yeah, this was a this was a total uh, marketing and packaging problem because I totally agree. You put this in with a bunch of other games, it's fine. Everybody's like, whatever, it's not for me, but I, I'm not going to be mad about it. Uh, it's like if you just put Pokemon Kitchen Cafe or whatever by itself and built it up for a week 
and that's all you talk about. People are like, I don't want this. Like, why did you make me get up early in the morning to watch this? So yeah, I, I maybe Tencent said no, it needs its own thing. Maybe maybe yeah, everybody that's exactly where, maybe they just yep. thought everybody would be jazzed about a new MOBA in 2020, but they were wrong. I, I completely that's what it is. It really was like Tencent's just like you're going to tee it up for us. You're going to do your announcements. Then you're going to come in and you're going to be like, all right, now here's this new partnership we have with Tencent Games. And here's this game. It's just like, you didn't need them to do this. You have the money, you have the developers, you have the ability. You're doing this specifically because one, you're partnering with the biggest, you know, one of the biggest companies in China for this market. Probably, no, arguably the biggest, the biggest you know, company. Yeah. yeah, the biggest for 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 this stuff and you're trying to break into the the chinese market so that you can expand your profits and everything like that on a business sense yeah it makes total logical sense on an ethical sense fuck you it might actually be the <laughs> second mean, biggest I'm, not to throw a wrench into anything but regardless regardless it's like they didn't need this they didn't need this if they really wanted to break into china and they have been trying to break into china for a very long time with with any of their games it's very difficult to do, and they have so many rules and regulations. Right, it's like, right. And, but right. it's like there's so much money there, and that's what they're looking at. It's Pikachu like, legally they, has to become a communist if they want to go to China. Like, there's a lot of fucking, red tape, so to speak. It's just so very it's nice. so frustrating to 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 have them to have them kind of just. It, it's weird to say Nintendo kind of sold out, but. Nintendo kind of sold out. Well, <laughs> it's, oh, it's yes. weird to they, say. Yeah, they get into China, and and the other thing is. Um, uh, if they, if they were going to take Pokemon in a different direction, they should do what everyone has always wanted and make an MMORPG out of Pokemon. Thank you. Which, like, <laughs> would instantly, like, uh, be a huge, massive hit. But, but no, they, they saw how Pokemon Go did. They've been trying ever since to make another one. Um, you know, yeah, it, it just felt very, very tone deaf. But all that being said, I'm sure it's still going to do fine. They'll, they'll oh. probably play the shit out of it in China and, 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 you know, other places too. China, I mean, I also feel like it's going to do well here amongst people yeah. who oh, are yeah. like not hardcore. Because, I mean, this is this was an insult to the hardcore Pokemon fans. There's like people who are just like into MOBAs who are like, oh, cool. Like, I like Pokemon. I get to play as Charizard. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Right. Like, <sighs> I. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it was a, a, a stream intentionally for china that we had to sit through but yeah that's a good point yeah i mean it, it, the the mobile market is massive there it's not like over here you know or or in, in other parts so yeah I, I they're they're clearly going after that market and i'm sure it'll be very successful like everything else they do but that doesn't mean we have to like it Maybe who's excited it. for who's Maybe. excited for everybody's uh, next Pokemon announcement, which is Pokemon Battle Royale? Right, right. <laughs> right. Squirrel Squad, where guns. we dropping? <laughs> yeah, no, I, look, I look forward to a Pokemon RTS game uh, next. Just while they're oh jumping on, these I mean that I could see genres totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would work, and so would a Battle Royale, and so would you know, and honestly, so does a MOBA. But partnering with Tencent has some really, really shitty, you know. Ethical, you yeah. know, connotations well, going on. I think, now. I think if yeah. they had partnered with Tencent and made a Pokemon visual novel, people would have a little, a lot less trouble grappling with the corporate 
gray area. I think they Assuming would be the like, fans haven't. It, there would be less of like, this is sort of a bummer. They would be like, well, by whatever means necessary, right? <laughs> Assuming that there aren't already a million fan Pokemon visual I get to novels. date Jigglypuff? <laughs> Sign me up. A visual novel where you have to enter in your birth date, your social security number, right. and your yeah. favorite piece of intellectual property from your home country. <laughs> How do wants to know the make and model of your first car? <laughs> <laughs> we need your we need the the last four of your social we need your mother's maiden name. <laughs> yeah um all right let's uh let's talk about the xbox series x uh we uh you might remember the next gen is is here well it's almost here ps5 had their big reveal event recently phil spencer was at the game lab live conference this week he was asked about uh the PS5 reveal, and he was like, oh, I thought they did a good job. It's fine. Yeah, it's good for them. It was de- definitely damning them. If with you're into that praise. kind of thing. Yeah, and, and said, uh, here's kind of the money quote. Just being honest, I felt good after seeing their show. I think the hardware advantages we have built are going to show up as we're talking more about our games and frame rates <laughs> and other things. Wow. Boom. Got him. <laughs> just, just like the very, the, the most smirkiest, smarmiest. Yeah. I'm well, not they, worried. We did... scouted the, 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 uh, the opponent. So we'll be fine. So, I... Congratulations, little Timmy yeah. on your little tiny plastic console. Would you like to see our giant model well, again? The thing is, I, I noticed he didn't say, and of course they didn't announce it at the Sony, but he didn't say price. Right. Nope. So if no price if, just yet. If you're including all these better games, frame rates, and other things, does that come with a heftier price tag? Well, but the, the, uh, allegedly, the, Microsoft is going to wait for Sony to announce the price and then just <laughs> undercut them with the Xbox Series X because I mean they're huge. They are that that's this so is the plus money. of being a big corporate behemoth. They can take a big loss that Sony can't. Sony's nowhere near as big yeah. as Microsoft. Yeah, and they have all that cash now that they're not spending <laughs> however much they spent on yeah. Mixer. No, they gave that all the they gave that all the Ninja. Right, they uh, gave right, right. blue hair and a headband thirty million dollars. They got money. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to know how much it'll cost because I was so set on the PS Five after their announcement because I right. thought it was a very good event, and I also. I'm really excited about Spider-Man and we'll be excited about God of War when that comes. But then I remembered today he's talking about their hardware advantages and sure, fine, whatever. I'm playing Last of Us 2 and loving it on a PS4 launch. So I'm not that worried about hardware. But then he talked about the games and I remembered all those first party studios that Microsoft has been acquiring. And I'm I know like in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't know what that IP is, so I'm fine with missing it. But I'm going to see stuff and I'm going to be like, that looks cool. That exactly. looks really cool, and I'm yep. going to want to play it. And yep. I hope that a lot of it comes out on PC, because I really don't want to be in a position where I want to buy both consoles. Because I won't be doing it in the same year. It does seem yeah. like you, you, you do kind of have to pick one and go with it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, uh, yeah, I always end up using one a lot more than the other. We did get a teaser for, for Halo the other day. Uh, and millions of people real, watched yep. it. Yeah, in the first yep. few hours. And so, yeah, there's still some life there. I, I mean, people, and yeah, they've been buying up a bunch of studios. I mean, I think I think they know what, what they they're have, doing uh, and they've learned from their mistakes. And Game Pass is great. And they're talking about maybe integrating uh, um, uh, Game Pass with Project X Cloud. So, I mean, they've... I. I this is a better Microsoft in terms of the Xbox division than, than it was. 
they're playing smarter. I mean, they they bought Compulsion Games in 2018. They bought Double Fine in 2019. Right. Exile Entertainment in 2018. Ninja Theory 2018. Obsidian Entertainment in 2018. Playground Games in 2018. And Undead Labs in 2018. These, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's what State of Decay. Uh, they they fully own the everything uh, the that uh, the, the subsidiary studio that worked with uh, Turn Ten on Forza, which was uh, Playground Games, uh, Obsidian that did you know uh, stuff like the Outer uh, the Outer Worlds. Almost said Outer Wilds. It's not the same game. Uh, <laughs> they own they Mobius on stuff. too, don't? They? Maybe not actually. Uh, but I think I'm, I think I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, and again, I, they own Mojang, which is like. Mike, now Minecraft that is the best selling game of all time. That was worth yeah. every two billion or however much they paid yep. for it. Yeah, to get Nodge out of there and also to own the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a forever win, win. game. Minecraft's going to be around twenty yeah. years from now. Yeah, they'll just yeah. Be- it's on everything. I mean, you could play it on your freaking fridge, yeah. man. Come on, that's so weird. But it, it was kind of interesting too, and I wanted to, to mention this. Uh, someone also asked. Uh, Phil, like what the biggest difference is going to be between the, the current gen, because the graphics are gotten, have gotten, uh, I mean, they're already good. It, I think the question was basically what's going to be this jump from next generation? What are we going to notice most? And he basically said shorter load times, better frame rates. Uh, his direct quote, we're, we're able to get to almost lifelike graphics today, even on current gen in certain instances, when you take it and you mix it with a very high frame rate, very little latency and in input, you know, so basically saying it's not going to break the immersion as much, which I, th- I think is an ex- uh, excellent point. And I think Sony has been talking about that a lot, too, with load time. So it's almost like it, it feels like this generation is going to kind of refine uh, what the current generation started. But how will I take a drink of my soda every time? <laughs> How will I? How will I have proper time to go to the bathroom in between load times? Right. Yeah. When am I them. gonna? When am I gonna open up Twitter and then realize the game loaded twenty five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And I've been getting my oh. face bashed in this whole oh. time. Yeah. Like, what's that sound? Well, oh, there I'm goes losing. the no death run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't wow. know. Is 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 this is this the the big leap forward that everybody expected with with PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X based off of what we've seen so far? Is this what you wanted? Is this what you expected? Yeah, journalistic integrity, Brian. I have no idea. I think I think yeah. I'm just tired, man. You know. Right? Yeah, they promise every generation that it's going to be the next big thing, and then for the first year or so, it's the same. And then you start to see what some the, things trickle in. What was the biggest leap for you? Like personally, what was the biggest like from this to this? What was that big like, wow, they actually like made this the next biggest thing ever for me. Like, I'm so amazed for, me yeah, personally, for everybody switch going from a TV console that can be to something you can pick up and go ride a bus or go like I could be playing a console game in the morning, hop on a plane and still be playing that same console game later. That's fair. It's amazing how much I use my Switch. Way more than I thought yeah. I, I would. Um, and I say that as, yeah, a, a Nintendo fanboy. But, um, I, yeah, I, I think the, the for me, it was the jump to 3D. I mean, uh, games like Mario 64 and then when, you know, the PlayStation came out and sort of moving from 2D to 3D, you know, at the time it was just like, holy crap. And, and I don't think... Those aren't possible anymore or, or not to the degree that it was. 
Um, you know, the only thing I can really think of is like VR, but that's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do track. worry about these next gen games, though. It's like the graphics get better. Everything's more complicated to develop. It's going to take longer. It's going to take more money. And we're hearing warning signs. Uh, Sean Layden at, at, um, at that same conference said, you know, AAA games now, most of them cost between 80 and 150 million to develop. He, he was, you know, and people have said it's not sustainable. He kind of agreed. And it's like, it, it can't go up that much more from that when we're talking about the next generation. And he, he kind of called for almost like pulling back, like, let's get back to a, the 12 to 15 hour AAA game. I, I would be fine with that, actually. Absolutely. I, it's so fascinating to, to, for somebody who was so deep in the industry and for yes. years had to just beat the well playstation's great and everything we're doing is great <laughs> yeah. he oversaw to, last of us too yeah yeah i mean he oversaw like a hugely successful uh portion of time for the company and to hear him be the person saying none of this is sustainable in the long term we need to rethink i mean like right. If, if, if think about if every movie, indie and otherwise, maybe not indie, but if every movie was shot in IMAX 3D, 48 <laughs> right. frames per second with Robert Downey Jr., you can't do it. You can't do that with everything. You can't have that be Endgame. You can't have Portrait of a Lady on Fire starring right. him in, yeah. in, three, in 4D. You have to, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's it's about the stories you want to tell, and I think if we once we stop setting these arb- we as if as if I have the any royal say in we, it, but <laughs> the royal we once once we stop setting these arbitrary like benchmarks of like oh everything needs everything needs to be stepped up like I think it, it I think people will come around and I think it'll make a lot more sense like I think they could release personally I think. Like The Last of Us, it took so long to craft this game because it was from the ground up and everything's new and the gameplay is new and the experience is new. But right. also, like, I'm excited to see what they do with DLC because sometimes to make a, an iteration, an update, you just you do a story. You have the assets, you have the game already. And, and I think that that could be just as impactful to have another long experience in that world with those mechanics and that gameplay. So I don't think it has to be such an incredible boost every time i think you don't need to ground up every single time and in that same way it's just like some of my favorite experiences in gaming over the past 10 years have been much more you know much more lower budget indie projects i've been like i I played more indie games over the past 10 years than i've played uh triple a games in general like Mm -hmm. i've still played a bunch of triple a stuff and i've still enjoyed them all but my biggest like big memory ones i mean they're they're all indie I mean, I I, I do think there's something to be said for just, yeah, a tightly made game Uh, because one of, yeah, one of the things I don't like about modern AAA, the big sort of open world games is you can tell when it starts to get padded Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, yeah, we could go fight the, the, the last guy. But before that, what about if we go on vacation, you know, or just there's, there's (laughs) some sort of side or, or we go to a whole different biome or something. Red uh, Dead did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and Mm -hmm. I don't think it was done poorly, but I was also like. Why is this here? Yeah, you, you're <laughs> Why right. Are we right. doing this? Let's go to Mexico now. Yeah, yeah, yeah or with, wherever they went. With with a tight direction, you don't need all the bells and whistles. I mean, no. like kind of the cadence point. I was thinking, like, what are some games that to me have stuck out over the past few years? Like Five Nights at Freddy's, 
yep. monster success. Like, and it's it, look this way, look that way. Like, yeah, or uh, Undertale. Like, and you're saying like these mm-hmm. indie indie darlings that yeah. Stardew Valley, up. yeah, Stardew Valley, absolutely. Shovel Knight was yeah. another really good one. Like, uh, th- these are like Outer Dead Wilds was amazing. Hollow Knight, Two of they my made favorite it was games three people yep. making yeah. the best Metroidvania ever. And I think you can still do that with bigger studios. Like, you can try to find a way to have more of that direction without having to pad it all. I don't know. I hope that they can learn that, learn to start to... Yeah. 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 It does feel like, though, the budgets get bigger, the, the the number of people in the room with opinions get bigger. Uh, you can tell that a lot of these games are kind of maybe not designed by committee, but have a lot of 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 people you know giving their input whereas yeah something like stardew or or hollow knight is is a very small group or one person making their vision of a game and yeah to your point caden i think the the the, one of the most exciting things is how um how affordable or free that the game making tools have gotten to allow those people to make higher quality games. And so that's like, I'm excited about the next unreal engine just in the sense of not to show for them, but the fact that it's free before you make a million bucks, like that could be massive. I've been doing some research for a personal project and I've been looking at different like game engines and stuff. And some of them are really just so damn accessible now and so cheap. Or again, like you said, free. And it's just like, Oh, as as somebody who's trying to do create a project, somebody who's trying to do something right now in the right. middle of you know quarantine, right. no team, no nothing, and it's just like this is doable, yeah. like more right. so than anything ever before. Versus you take a look at these big studios making the same announcements every couple of years. This is our most ambitious project ever. Right. We're going to be pulling in talent from all across the world to create something. You have a bunch of people there already. You have these tools. You have these things. You don't need to be overly ambitious if you have a good, solid idea underneath it all. So it's like if you have this good, solid idea, I'm happy to play a game that's six hours long and feels really amazing versus a game that's, you know, padded to 30, 40 hours. It's like uh, there is that concept of, you know, the one dollar, one hour thing. But I feel that one dollar, one hour thing only works for games that are like. Oh, say, you know, it's like 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 Apex Legends or, or, or Overwatch, where it's like this is supposed to like get you into Destiny is another great example. Yeah, this is well, supposed to get you yeah. into a grind. Right. If that grind for things is fun enough, then one dollar per hour makes sense. But for something that's like, I mean, I played the shit out of Undertale far and beyond the price I paid for it for the one dollar one hour thing. It's just like I would have happily paid more for that game. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah exactly. Minecraft. And that's and and that is not to criticize people who work at these big developers like Naughty Dog. Uh, these games look amazing. And I mean, there's a lot of talented people working on the stuff. I mean, uh, you know, it, but it's just a question of, yeah, this sort of corporate bloat. That, that goes into these games and it's like, yeah, uh, to, to, I think steal Connor's Hollywood point. It's like, you're making everything Avengers Endgame, And that's not, uh, not everybody's going to buy every video game. And, and uniquely happen. in the video games industry, when you have a scope of that, yes, people have to wait longer for games and there are more delays, but the re- people that really get the butt of it is the devs that they have to crunch. Yes. More. Cause mm-hmm. yep. until, mm-hmm they reevaluate what the end product is going to be. Right. When the tools get better and the computers get more powerful, they, I would assume, just hire fewer people to do the same jobs that used to be done with the same 
ambition. And so mm-hmm. like, they're going to be like, oh, well, we're putting all this money in and we have all these tools and we have this amazing console. And it's like, yeah, but like, you need to think about the people making these games too. Totally. And so like, yeah. exactly. these enormous it's, it's pro- Always like, it's make it cheaper. Like do the same thing, right. make it cheaper. Right. Most ambitious thing ever. We're going to make sure that you're paid less and you work more. I mean, <laughs> it's like, that's what the whole, the whole shebang is like the people who like, it, it's, it's all about, you know, it's like, uh, I, I, I hate this, this terminology. It's like, you know, it's like Neil Druckmann's talking about the last of us too. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like, Hey, this is my huge thing and everything like that. It's like, please talk about all the people who made all of this actually happen. It's like, yes, yes. you were overseeing everything. Yes. You were making all those things happen. Yes. You were doing all that stuff. However, you know, the people who actually implemented it, the people who actually did it, the people who, you know, found those workarounds, the things that, you know, like the, the, the quality assurance people who made sure that the game was one, playable, and two, like was as seamless an experience as possible. It's like they are the unsung heroes of the entire industry and they continue to go unsung. Totally. Even yeah. to this day. You, you have your a, sort of frustrating. You have your superstar director, your superstar CEO. They get all the interviews. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's one other person. Uh, yeah, I, I I very much agree. I, I'm going to be interested in cyberpunk when it comes out because I think cyberpunk is going to be sort of the apex of this big budget, hugely expensive AAA game that's been in development forever and, and a lot of hype built up. I, I feel like it's going to be great and I'm excited, but but I I wonder if cyberpunk's going to be kind of a watershed moment, you know? Uh, uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how it, and you know, they're, I don't know if crunching's the right word, but I'll bet a lot of people are working long hours on this game. <sighs> For sure. Um, okay. Let's, uh, we got a few minutes left. Let's do questions. Uh, Zach actually asked questions in the community tab on our YouTube page. Oh, So yeah. Um, Let's see. So, uh, okay, this is a new Jew eight 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 ice asks. What are your predictions for the extent of delays due to the coronavirus? Um, so, that's a really good question. And, and some people have said that this year. I've heard people in the industry say this year will be fine, or you won't notice it that much. But next year is really when because most of the stuff that's coming out is almost done like they're in the home stretch but the next two or three years it's going to be bad i and i i believe that would you would you honestly i i i kind of feel okay with them like spreading this this year a little bit thin too and it's like hey we have a bunch of these projects and i know that people need to make their you know their 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 quarterlies and everything like that but you know, if you take a look, you know, thinking it from a business sense and thinking about the future, you're going to take this hit sometime. Wouldn't it be easier to take this hit slowly over, you know, the next two years rather than just be like, well, 2020 is going to be really good for us, but 2021 is going to suck and 2022 is going to suck. If you have these games that are almost done and you have everything. Oh, you're saying like, stagger them out and kind of. Yeah, you really them. just. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's makes more. It's like if, well, you know, it's like. One big game from Nintendo every, you know, it's like it's like every quarter they do fine. You know, they have enough that it's in, in the in the development and it gives them more time to actually finish some of those bigger projects that are, you know, down the pipeline without having to worry about delaying those further or having nothing on their yep. release schedule. Because yep. there's nothing worse than releasing zero things right. in like a quarter. Right. It's detrimental well, Ubisoft to success. Ubisoft could tell you how that goes. 
<laughs> Boom. Yeah, but then, but, it, but doing it that way, you're also having to convince whatever board you're answering to that it's okay to do that. Like whenever you've made, a, like the studios have made promises that they're going to have games come out in 2020 and they're going to see return of investment yeah. in 2020. Look at Blizzard it, and what they're going through. Yeah. 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 It becomes harder to go, hey, we're going to take the year off this year and stagger it to next year when like <laughs> right. you got Activision well, going, hey, you said money now. You said I'm getting money now. And it's I, I feel like Blizzard's an outlier, though, because Blizzard's just kind of like, we'll do whatever we want and we'll kind of get away with it yeah, because but we're Blizzard. Yeah, they feeling some heat. They've had layoffs over the last, you know, in 2019. Yeah, yeah and... and- Again, that's because they they haven't properly, and it speaks to what we were saying before. It's like, if you're going to do a million big budgeted things and not have anything right, else to release, right. you're going to hurt yourself. Well, and maybe that's why, you know, like uh, getting back to Pokemon Unite, this can't be a tough game to develop. Like the studio, Studio Timmy that's doing this or whatever their name is in chat, they've made these before. I think this is probably a way for them to put out something relatively low effort and make a buttload of money off of and, and, and yeah, and I think definitely you see more resources, you know, poured into Fortnite and th- sort of existing, you know, these existing games that they just sort of want us to stay on forever. And Fortnite, yeah, I think, oh, go ahead, Connor. No, you can go ahead. Uh, I, I was just, gonna say like Fortnite has the uh, like um, they're having the advantage of like they can now invest that money in doing events in game, like those concerts right. and stuff that just like. Come on, it's a free to play game. Movies, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. I think Prestige is happening this week. Oh God, that's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, Minecraft. I mean, Sony's been dumping money, or, or Microsoft's been dumping money into Minecraft. Uh, uh, Apex yeah. Legends even has has managed to kind of carve out its own little niche, and they're they're still going. So yeah, it's I. I, I do think you're going to see a a, sh- a smaller calendar in the coming years uh, because of that. I, I'm sure the delays of like cyberpunk are, are probably related to that. I would imagine so working from home, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, we're, I think, I mean, judging on my own <laughs> dumb, uninformed, not having ever made a game. <laughs> it seems to me to make sense that we'll be seeing more things built in existing engines and existing games as services, a lot of events, a lot of iterative DLCs, maybe some sort of like, new game plus type of updates to games uh where it'll be like um oh i don't know uh this see and i don't want to assume that dlc is less work but i would i would think that going off of the game you've already made gives you a significant boost like um moon crash the prey update was uh completely different but used uh the same enemies and and a lot of the same assets and stuff and so like maybe we'll see good dlc too get creative with what they have i i I think the most valuable thing to an artist is limitations i think and once you're making once you've already made a game and you know what those limitations are you know how you can push them how you can play within that and like just Mm. play at the boundary the entire time sure Mm. sure yeah so i I like the idea of i really like the idea of reusing engines and really getting the most out of those engines whereas maybe the first iteration yeah they were they were trying to find out what that was capable of i mean that's yeah, why you I put love, all that time into it that's why so i love you might as well games, use it because they have those maps and they have those physics and simulations and then they're like okay let's well of course they have to like program each simulation like clockwork but like no. those games i mean like one to two it's there was like a two-year gap between them 
and there's gonna mm-hmm. be a two-year gap between the next ones when's the last time you yeah. saw a drill a trilogy video game trilogy start and finish in six years yeah almost never like <laughs> yeah. with, with 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 that level of quality throughout absolutely yeah because i get that people years. like the first game and they want to play something like that and like, with the, a little the, bit. and like with the sequel to breath of the wild i'm sure they're using yeah. a lot of the same yeah. you know uh, oh, yeah, stuff absolutely. which is smart it's not it's not a bad thing you don't have to What's reinvent the, last, the no, wheel every time was the last trilogy no that the oh, Ezio trilogy <laughs> i like oh, one I of guess. the most beloved like i mean people love the Ezio trilogy and that's like I, I would argue yeah, people, people love do. It. Yeah, people absolutely yeah, no. love the Ezio trilogy, I, I, and it was like I, boom, boom, boom. Like we have the engine. Let's make the and game. And then they came and, up with three, and people were like, "No, well, not the this thing is, one." Is like by the end yeah. of by the end of like uh, by the end of the Ezio trilogy, people were very tired of it. Like they got kind of tired of it with the second one, and then by the third one, they're just like, "Well, I'll finish this." Yeah, sequels do great, and get you already have people bought into it, totally. stuff like that. But it's yeah. like I do think Hitman kind of like. It's such a perfect example, Connor. It really is. It's like Hitman did everything right with the first game leading into the sequel and making sure that it's just like, here's more of the same, but also, but that, but also included things that, you know, felt organic to add without being like, hey, we're going to do a tower defense section in the middle of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I'm just like, that was no. very strange. No, we're not. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, doing that. The, and each subsequent Hitman game it has it has and will include the levels from the previous ones. So it's like, which is fantastic. They had something really great and they were like, and they knew it. And they said, we're going to yeah. keep working off of this. So I would love to see, I that would be great to me to see more games built in the existing frameworks. I, I think it's, yeah, it, I think it's a good totally. call. I mean, Mario Kart, they use the same, they always have the same, you know, <laughs> recycled tracks from all the way back. You know, they'll throw in a few new ones. And, right. You know, Brian have, having it, to yeah. bring up, Brian having uh, to bring up Mario Kart. Couldn't, couldn't let you get away with well, that. <laughs> also, tell you what we were saying earlier. I think like, what is, is people's favorite Pokemon games gold and silver? Is that? Yes. And that, <laughs> that completely recycled the map from the original. Yeah. 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 Like, here's this entire thing that we can just use again. And that's what people have been like, hey, do that again. Do that again. Like, I mean, it worked. The thing is, it's like, hey, here's, you know, it's like, here's Johto. Here's this wonderful ex- new place to explore. All right. You finish that. How about you go back to the place that you already were in the <laughs> last game? Get your ass back to and, the then, and then come back around. And it's just like, that was, it's like, as much as it's just like, okay, it's recycling and so on and so forth. It's like, it felt nice. It felt just like, this feels just like after exploring this new thing, now I get to bring these new things into the old thing. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Right. I love this. It feels like they didn't take something away from you. Like, right. Yeah. It feels like additive rather yeah. than just sort of like a rerun. Yeah. Um, so long as that yes and feels natural, then it's great. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Well, that is all the time we've got for Sin News this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that awkward pause before the bye. Bye, I guess. <laughs>